Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. We'll be talking with Krista Andrews, the pastor from the Salvation Army Church in Richmond Hill. Welcome, Krista. Yeah, I would love to. So, um, so yeah, my name is is Krista, and I have the privilege of being a pastor in the Salvation Army and connecting in with the community through that role. So in the Salvation Army, we call those of us that are pastors, we call us officers. And so um, so that's my role. I'm a Salvation Army officer. And uh, and my journey in that ministry and in that um, in that pastorship has taken me um, everywhere from, you know, in Canada, uh, Eastern Canada, Newfoundland. Um, we've had a chance to serve with the Salvation Army in Australia. And, uh, and our, my job has also been multifaceted. We've, we've done uh, work with youth, worked with community. Um, yeah, it's just been a beautiful experience of uh, meeting all kinds of people in all kinds of places. And uh, we certainly value that calling and, and what we do. Yeah. Right. And you do this with your husband, correct? Yes, yes. So so Tim and I are a team mm-hmm. and uh and so we pastor together as a team. And so our um our last journey was in Australia and so we came to Richmond Hill in January 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh right in the middle of the cold, the cold season, it was slightly shocking for us going from the summer of Australia into mm-hmm. into the winter of Canada. Um, but yeah, like it's taken us, uh, it's taken us a year just to get ourselves organized, connecting in with the community, recognizing what, uh, what the role of the Salvation Army has been in this beautiful community of Richmond Hill. And yeah, we've just fallen in love with this, with this new home, uh, with our neighborhood and with the people that we have the beautiful opportunity of serving through the Salvation Army here. Very good. And I think you should disclose your accent because you do have an accent. Oh, do you, know, do you know what? A lot of people say, like, we can't quite pick your accent. So I'm a Newfoundlander yeah, uh-huh. by, um, yeah, by by birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think there's a bit of Aussie. You might hear a bit of Aussie <laughs> in there, too. So I'm a mad mix of of a couple of things. And I, I must admit, I want, I don't hear it in myself. Mm-hmm. But since coming, coming back home, coming back home to Canada, so many people are going... I, what is that accent? I'm not really sure what that accent is. So originally a Newfoundlander, Newfoundlander born and bred and be one till I die, they say, right? Yes, uh, you sound like a Newfoundlander to me. So very good. <laughs> okay. I would like you to tell us a little bit more about the Salvation Army. Like we've all heard about it, but what, what really is it? What does it do? What's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that is a really good question. And, you know, we're, I'm part of an organization that is a worldwide organization. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think that that is the beauty of the Salvation Army. Now, 
I probably should have checked the stat before I jumped on with you, but I think that we're in over over 130 countries in the mm. world. And um, and so it is amazing to to serve humanity through a worldwide organization. And so broadly within the Salvation Army in the world, um, it's multifaceted as to what we do and how we serve our communities. But locally, um, there's also that local expression that is a beautiful thing. And so the Salvation Army in Canada and Bermuda, so we uh, a part of our territory is Bermuda as well. Um, so, yeah, the, nationally, uh, we we are an organization that that works to uh, give dignity and um, and give back humanity you know, where we can. And, and part of what's uh, our expression in that is that we are a church. And so, and so our church, our faith community understands the value of serving missionally. And so we serve missionally on the ground level, um, whether it's, you know, a food bank, whether it's um, through uh, newcomers coming to Canada, whether it's through programming that helps equip people uh, to live more fully, whether it's um, financial counseling, whether it's spiritual counseling, mental health, there is a wide variety of things that, that, that we do, uh, you know, within the country of Canada. Uh, one of those major things, right, are, is homeless shelters. And so that's something that um, that is expressed throughout the various assets of who we are. In, locally in Richmond Hill, we have a beautiful opportunity to partner with many people who already do some great work uh, with those that are struggling. And um, and so we, we try to fill the gaps in that. And that's really what our expression is here locally. So, um, so we can help with practical needs, with food, with clothing. Um, you know, the winter months bring needs that are in and of themselves. So warm clothing, we do winter coat drives. Um, but we also, uh, the biggest part of our ministry here locally that has really taken over a lot of what we do is how we help newcomers to Canada. Mm. And so um, through the Welcoming Center, we receive a lot of families that we assist to get their lives started started in Canada. And mm -hmm. especially over the Christmas season, you know, we, we connect in with lots of people that have just arrived. Uh, and, uh, and that has been a very big part of our ministry here yeah. uh, at mm -hmm. Richmond Hill. Very good. Yes. Uh, yeah. The need to help new Canadians. Uh, really, that's a, a big, big need. Yeah. And I've we've seen actually, a, we, I was just going to say, we've seen an increase in Ukrainian, uh, in Ukrainian friends that are coming as well. And so, yeah, so there's different dynamics. Every day we have no idea who we're going to meet. Okay. And it really makes every day a very exciting day for us yeah. here. Because uh, we never know. I've decided that I do need to start learning some <laughs> languages <laughs> yes because, okay. uh, because i think that's an asset right yes i don't know which one you choose because in richmond <laughs> hill we are so blessed and both and challenged by having such a diverse yeah. uh group of different groups yeah. not just one other group but many other groups but it, it, it is that's great. right that's right but, uh, so we have we have a church expression i was just going to say we have a church expression here we have a social expression here and we also have a farsi speaking community that's part of our church family and mm -hmm. so we actually have a farsi speaking pastor and uh, so that's a little bit unique to who we are as yeah. well so just wanted to throw that in there as well very interesting yeah i know iran right now is uh having lots and yeah. lots of challenges as well as yeah. ukraine for but the sure. Salvation Army, I've always been impressed with how it sort of what 
core principle is like nurturing the capacities, the skills and strengths yeah. of individuals. I think that is is amazing. And I, I don't think everyone actually realizes it actually you actually are a church. You don't have mm. these fancy churches with stained glass windows, um, but uh, you mm. are a church. So uh, where where do you meet now? Yeah, well, that's that's a really interesting question, actually. And and our church family. So uh, the Salvation Army came to Richmond Hill about 20 years ago as a church plant. And um, and so through that, you know, we always knew um, while it was always maybe a goal as a church family to find uh, a space that was going to be our forever home. We always knew that that would also be a significant challenge for us in Richmond Hill because, um, you know, property is really expensive here. And I think I think through COVID, we have learned that um, it really is a blessing that we don't have the overhead of of a large building that we need to be looking after. And uh, and so we're discovering how just we continue to meet um, without that. And uh, so we had originally had a consistent place to go before COVID. And of course, with rentals that, you know, all of that just kind of went to the wayside and nobody was renting out. And uh, so as a church family, we're actually quite focused on gathering in small groups in neighborhoods where where we are. So we gather in homes. Um, and then once a month, we actually gather as a large church family in whatever rental space we can find. So we have a great partnership with the Legion. The Legion has opened their doors to us. And, uh, and so once a month, we've actually been worshiping there. And that's been beautiful for us. And in the interim time or in the Sundays in between, we were building relationship with God and with each other through worshiping in home groups. And so we're scattered across Richmond Hill in homes, uh, just loving Jesus there. So Very good. it works. And, You're adaptable. and I think God is good and honoring that. Yeah. yeah. You're adaptable. Good. But you do have a facility up on Edward before you had been there on Newkirk uh, next That's to right. the food bank, but the food bank got needed more space so you're up at edward so what happens yeah. up in that space I, i've not yet had a chance to come up and visit so okay so uh, our location on edward street which we're calling our ministry center so this is where the action kind of kind mm -hmm. of happens from day to day and so um on site we have our community and family services manager mary um, we have our Persian pastor or our Farsi speaking pastor, Ellie, and myself and Tim are here regularly. And, and so we just, we help people every day with those things that they may need. And so Mary is available every day with uh, serving the community practically. Um, but then also through our, our community center or our ministry center here, we run programs. Uh, we run ladies group and, um, the, you know, there's there's different opportunities through that. Um, we have coats that are available here all the time. Um, this is where we do we do most of our social ministry happens through the ministry center. And uh, and we also meet for Bible studies or meetings or anything like that here at our facility. So we have a very large, well, a larger meeting space. Uh, to accommodate larger crowds, just not big enough for our worship space right now. So, okay. um, but yeah, we, uh, this is where people come and see us every day. Very good. Okay. Soon you are this week, you're launching the kettle campaign. So um, it's a, one of your important programs. I know it funds a lot of a uh, lot of what you do. So I'm hoping people will be very generous. 
But yeah. uh, do you receive any government support for all the social services that you do too? Yeah. So like on a larger scale, the Salvation Army in Canada would receive government funding for um, for various programs that are run. Okay. But here at the Richmond Hill level, uh, we are fully self-funded when it comes to okay. the, you know, what we use to facilitate the ministry that we do. Mm-hmm. So um, so we actually don't receive any other funds other than what comes in from the community. From the and community. Uh, really our main source of fundraising for that is our Christmas Kettle campaign. Mm-hmm. And so so that's kicking off. Uh, well, it kicked off for the for Canada, for the Salvation Army in Canada, the middle of November. Uh, we actually kicked that off on Friday here in the Richmond Hill area. And so we would just encourage whoever is around, like we are in several location, locations across Richmond Hill. But if you see one of our iconic Christmas uh, Christmas kettles or bubbles, we like to call them, mm-hmm. um, you know, we could certainly use whatever change is in your pocket. This is the thing. You don't have to, you don't have to have big dollar bills or checks or anything like that. We actually love the fact that people just dig around in their pockets to find the change that they have. And uh, everybody's little bit of change can really go a long way. And so uh, what's raised to the Christmas Kettle uh, campaign in Richmond Hill stays in Richmond Hill and is what fully funds our family services program throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So that's what we would use uh, for, for programs that we run, okay. for the way in which we connect with clients, for food, for clothing, um, through any gift cards or whatever that we buy for people to be able to go and do some shopping that's badly needed for them, uh, for our back to school program, all of those things that we do throughout the year is fully funded by our Christmas kettle campaign. Right. Okay. Now, I believe as of last year, you had uh, those square those top things so if you really didn't have anything in your pocket i know that was me last year and i felt bad but oh okay so i just used my debit card and tapped and it was very quick and very easy to do so um yeah just i i'm glad that you were that able to have that tech technology absolutely if all you have is plastic we'll take your plastic (laughs) uh, yes it's good and sometimes i think i gave a little more because it was plastic than if i had the you know, it was $25 rather than just a $20 bill that I would have put in. So that yeah. is, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that. I hope that really That's does great. help your bottom line. Okay. There is a very big, very nice uh, Salvation Army thrift store in Richmond Hill. And anyone who hasn't been there for a while, I encourage you. You can find some amazing deals up there. Uh, but how is this store associated with what you do? And, and yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's actually a really good question. So like we are all under the same umbrella Now we don't, we don't manage um, the, the store itself. So that's managed by, uh, by a larger entity within the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. but we have a great partnership with the thrift store. And so, so we often, when we see people um, that are in need of clothing or in need of even household supplies or anything like that, um, and we will we will look after that through the voucher program that we have, and so they will go and pick up the needs that um, that are right in front of them, and go to the thrift store and get some of those things that we need. So that's the kind of partnership that we okay. have with the thrift store. The other thing is um, thrift stores, you know, across Canada, any income. So if uh, so if they if they raise money through the thrift store, then that is redistributed through um, through the ministry units that are across Canada, right? Mm. So our local thrift store, we often receive the financial benefit of that. So if, um, yeah, if you want to support our thrift store by donating, 
or also by shopping. Just be assured that everything that is is raised through that program, we also see back at the at the local Richmond Hill here, okay. and that's a, that's also a big support to us. Very good. No, it's a very well run store, and so I'm yeah. I'm glad you don't have to look after that as well because it, no, it would yeah. be a big <laughs> lots of effort for that. So that's great. Uh, I also know that the Salvation Army um, has a, a camp up in Jackson's Point. Um, yes, have you been able to be up there? I have. So yes, yes, I, I absolutely have, and I'm an advocate for uh, for the camping experience for a child. It's it's mm-hmm. such an important thing, and so every year we send uh, upwards to thirty kids to camp. Um, through the various programs that they have up there. And really, like, I think, uh, look, I'm a mother of three kids myself. Mm -hmm. And so I work really, really hard to make sure that I build within them resiliency. And one of the greatest things that um, that a child, one of the greatest experience that a child can have is going to camp and what that does to build confidence, to build resiliency, to build uh, character, all of those things are a, a huge part of our camping program at Jackson's Point. And so, you know, whoever's listening, um, one of the greatest things is that you can you can help send a kid to camp. So you can actually help to give a financial donation to send kids to camp. Um, that is one of the programs that our Christmas Kettle Campaign supports as well. It uh, allows us to send kids to camp. Um, but if you're also someone that's not able to do that financially on your own, then you can come and apply with us and uh, and we will we'll do our best to get your kid to camp. And I just think it's such an important experience for every child to have. And uh, it's it's those core characteristics that we want to build within our children. And that's what Camping Ministries does uh, here in the Salvation Army. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great camp, great facility that you have up there. So glad to hear that's still uh, up and running. It okay, is. how about the hockey league? Salvation Army Hockey yeah. League. Your kids play in yeah. that? My five they, sons yeah, we did, have... so I'm going to do a yeah. one-upmanship on you and number of kids. <laughs> that's, but, uh... no, that's, a, that's another great program that we have yes. running. And and the hockey league is a, is a great, great uh, experience uh, for for all kids just to learn team team sport. And you know what? We all know hockey is actually a very expensive sport to be to be into and to be part of. And so part of the Salvation Army Hockey League, some of their some of their prerogative is to make sure that it's affordable for families. And so we work alongside that. And uh, and so we sponsor families every year to be part of that program. And it, again, it builds character in kids. Being part of team sports builds character in kids. And we certainly recognize that being a part of st- team sports is expensive. And so, and so, yeah, the Salvation Army Hockey League provides that opportunity at a much less cost. And, yeah. uh, and it's a great, great hockey league to be part of. Yeah, no, it, it, it is a, I will confirm that. Yes, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah. So though yeah. Saturday mornings, it was often very early, which was that's yeah, nice, nice and early, right? Again, uh-huh. building resiliency <laughs> for parents too. So yes, okay. Yeah. Um, what what are some of the you've mentioned uh, addressing the needs of the refugees? What other challenges are there in Richmond Hill? Yeah, um, look, I think I think the cost of housing is causing um, a lot of uncertainty for a lot of people. And, you know, last week we did our registration blitz uh, for 
um, for our, our Christmas toy help this year. And mm -hmm. so, so we had a chance to, we, we usually, you know, help upwards to 400 plus families through that program that we run at Christmas time. Um, and, and so last week we decided that we would try, we would try and kind of um, do together as a team here on the local level as many registrations as we could. So we called it our registration blitz last week. And uh, I had a chance to sit in front of many, many people and hear some of the challenges. And, and I'll tell you, the cost of housing is just causing a lot of chaos for a lot of people. And and even working, even I was, well, I, I, the term for that, I'm not really sure what that is. Uh, and I'm not sure that I actually really like the term. Um, the one that I know is working poor. And I don't like that term because I don't I, I don't think it, it it's not the right connotation to what um, to what we mean. But those who have jobs that are pay minimum wage and they just can't make ends meet with housing, with groceries, with the cost of living it has just it's just skyrocketed. And so mm -hmm. even even just People who are in well-paid jobs, they're struggling just mm -hmm. to rebalance the books. And um, that's where we're seeing people really struggling, uh, struggling the most. And there is a, there is, I know the food bank, if you talk to the food bank, they would say the same thing, that they're seeing the same people. And it's, it's all around the cost of housing and the cost of living these days. And uh, I don't see an end to that. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I just think that that's continuing. And, uh, and that are, that's the biggest challenges. Richmond Hill in particular is a very expensive place to live. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Anything else that you want to say other than please go and support the Salvation Army? <laughs> yeah, well, look, we can use, we can definitely use your financial support uh, during our Christmas Kettle campaign. But you know what else we can use is your volunteer support. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I just want to say that uh, we are looking for volunteers to help us man what we call man our kettles. Mm -hmm. uh, but we just need people with warm hearts and a willing spirit to stand next to our kettles and thank the community as they give. You do not need to be Salvation Army to do that. You do not need to have ties to the Salvation Army in any capacity to do mm -hmm. that. You just need to have a willing heart and a warm spirit. And so that's so really like for our Christmas kettles to be out as much as we need them out, we need people to be standing next to them. And, uh, and so I'd be really, really keen to make the statement that we need volunteers. So if you have time and you're able to give that time, one shift even can make a difference. Uh, I know that we would really appreciate that. Yep. Very good. I've done the shift just before at Hillcrest Mall a few years back, and I was impressed. Uh, yeah. I felt good just to see the number of people who gave, and they were thankful yeah. that me standing there gave them the opportunity to. So, and I know you've got a, a good website. It's well organized, um, easy to use that I will put in the podcast notes for people to uh to be able to do that and just um, keep in touch with you as well. So thank yeah, you yeah, for all great. that information. I do hope lots of people step up. Uh, I believe all the occasions are indoors. So on a rainy day like today, you're not going to get drenched manning the kettle. That's right. Yes, that's right. Okay. We'll look uh, after you. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um, I do like to end the podcast with this guest response to the question. Name one thing you really like about this community. I would have to say that I love um, the fact that we've discovered Richmond Hill is very neighborly. And um, so we've never, this is more of a personal, personal thing, right? We've mm -hmm. never lived in a big city of 
Toronto or, you know, the larger centers within Canada um, ourselves personally. And so, you know, uh, w- one of the first places that we went to live um, and pastor is Godrich, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And uh, Godrich is a beautiful community. And you know what's funny is we would often come into Toronto to pick people up from the airport. And Tim and I would say to each other, we would never live in a big city like this. And here we are uh, living in the suburb of Richmond Hill. And I think that we we weren't really sure what to expect living in a large city um, or being part of a suburb of, um, of a large city. And within weeks of us being here, um, you know, our neighborhood pulled together to have to have a little pizza party mm. and noticed that we had moved in. And uh, I'm seeing that all over the place in the way that people interact with each other, in the way that um, in the way that neighbors connect with one another. And I think that that's a beautiful thing about Richmond Hill. And so if you were to ask me what my favorite thing is, that has to be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's something that's caught us by surprise. And, uh, and I just, I, I'm so blessed. I feel so blessed to be part of a community like this where neighbors know each other's names. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that is a common place anymore um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Canada. Not sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But I tell you, it's been our experience here. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. That is very nice to hear. So, mm-hmm. so thank you, Krista, for taking the time to do this podcast. I've been very, very much enjoyed talking with you. Thank you. It's been good to be here. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well. Stay connected.